0: Assignment number 10, Imperialism. Step number one, watch the film Harvest of Empire. Please watch the following film on the far-reaching consequences of our imperial designs throughout Latin America in the early 20th century. Step number two, read the chapter The Empire and the People and the chapter War is the Health of the State from Howard Zinn's book A People's History of the United States. Please be prepared to discuss at least five things from these chapters you thought were interesting on the discussion board. Step number three, watch American Empire. Please click the image below to watch this graphic novel presentation of Howard Zinn's A People's History of American Empire. After watching the film and reading the chapter, How does our involvement in Cuba and the Philippines begin to shed light on our current situation in the Middle East and Yemen? Step number four, consider Albert Beveridge's speech before Congress. Mr. President, the times call for candor. The Philippines are ours forever, territory belonging to the United States, as the Constitution calls them. And just beyond the Philippines are China's illimitable markets. We will not retreat from either. We will not repudiate our duty in the archipelago. We will not abandon our opportunity in the Orient. We will not renounce our part in the mission of our race, trustee under God of the civilization of the world, and we will move forward to our work not howling out regrets like slaves whipped to their burdens, but with gratitude for a task worthy of our strength and thanksgiving to Almighty God that he has marked us as his chosen people henceforth to lead in the regeneration of the world. Mr. President, this question is deeper than any question of party politics, deeper than any question of the isolated policy of our country even, deeper even than any question of constitutional power. It is elemental. It is racial. God has not been preparing the English-speaking and Teutonic peoples for a thousand years for nothing, but vain and idle self-contemplation and self-admiration. No, he has made us the master organizers of the world to establish system where chaos reigns. He has given us the spirit of progress to overwhelm the forces of reaction throughout the earth. He has made us adept in government that we may administer government among savage and senile peoples. Were it not for such a force as this, the world would relapse into barbarism and night. And of all our race, he has marked the American people as his chosen nation to finally lead in the regeneration of the world. This is the divine mission of America, and it holds for us all the profit, all the glory, all the happiness possible to man. We are trustees of the world's progress, guardians of its righteous Peace, the judgment of the master is upon us. Ye have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. From the Congressional Record. These are Albert Beveridge's justifications for our military interventions in Cuba and the Philippines. What isms do you see represented here in Beveridge's statement? Step number five, complete the discussion board assignment. Your discussion board responses must be submitted to both SafeAssign and the discussion board. Remember to tie your own ideas about the readings into this prompt. The Spanish-American, Cuban-Filipino War is something very few Americans know anything. About, And yet, it is an incredibly important turning point in the history of our country's foreign policy. It marks the beginning of a period of imperialism. And imperialism is the practice of taking over smaller countries and their natural resources for your own country's benefit. So it marks the beginning of a period of imperialism in the United States. In 1898, we began a long journey throughout the 20th century that sees many pit stops along the way, marked by either invasion or economic domination of various countries throughout the world, and Cuba and the Philippines are not the first. The Industrial Revolution of the late 19th century brings with it the ability to make products at a faster and faster rate, thereby bringing more and more profit to the owners of these assembly line factories. However, it is soon discovered that a finite number of goods can be sold here in the United States. and Therefore, in an effort to avoid oversaturating the market with goods and services and bringing about an economic depression, the wealthy industrialists begin pushing the government to find more and more foreign trading partners to which they could sell their wares. And in looking around at all of the possible trading partners, none stood out more in terms of sheer numbers of consumers than China. China became the trading partner American business owners wanted most. And as a result of this, much of our foreign policy, how we relate to other countries, became focused on finding a way to get to China. And believe it or not, The Spanish-American-Cuban-Filipino War became the final stepping stone we needed to solidify China as our main trading partner. If we were to look at a map of all the islands in the Pacific Ocean during this time, you might wonder why. Please look at the map I've included in your Assignment 13 folder. What do you notice? Any idea why we would want to control all of those islands out there in the Pacific Ocean? Any idea when the Panama Canal was built? Think it had anything to do with trying to sell our goods to China? What other thoughts do you have concerning this war from your reading, Zinn's graphic novel on American Empire, and all the far-reaching implications for us today? How does this war lead the world into World War I. Please post an initial response to these questions of at least 150 words. Please expand on your ideas a bit and give me more than a list. Tell me why you think the way that you do. And then reply in two or three sentences to at least three other students' initial postings. And as always, once you've completed your discussion board, copy and paste it to the SafeAssign link at the bottom of this page.